You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. Welcome to the Four Corners Podcast with Lenny Marcus. Joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Neil Potter. Hi there. Four topics, 15 minutes each. We're just killing time. Kill it with us. Our Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Everything is the number 4C podcast. Today's guest is an actor, juggler, TV personality, originally from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. He has won the prestigious Andy Kaufman Award, had his own off-Broadway show called Marcus Monroe. What, what? Produced by Lucy Arnaz, has a touring show called The Rise and Fall of Marcus Monroe. The New York Press called him the rock star of jugglers put the cutlery away kids because he will light it on fire and throw it in the air it's marcus monroe yep. marcus i'm thanks sorry for about all the stuff in the kitchen i broke before i <laughs> got to the your tape. twitter is at marcus monroe or your website is at marcus juggles or instagram, no, instagram is, instagram at, is marcus at marcus juggles. yeah you can search my name though and everything will pop marcus monroe.com and uh we have double marcus today how do you like that yeah, and nice. also my wife also named gina Really? Mm -hmm. Wow. But she she spells it J-E-N-A. So people always say Jenna. Jenna. Yeah. Even oh. people in my family are like, how's Jenna? I'm like, actually, I don't know. It's Gina. That is re Your own family doesn't get the it's name People right? I don't see often. Not oh, people I care about. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Now, from I know you're, a, you're young. So you left Milwaukee at 19. Did you even go yeah. to college? Well, I, I did. I went here. I went to college uh, at Marymount, Manhattan. And then I went there for two years, and I dropped out. Then I went to Hunter College, and then I dropped out of that, too. But you were already performing before you came here. I was, Yeah, I was already doing gigs. And the whole reason I went to school was just to have an excuse to come to New York and have my parents pay for ah, it. I was, that was the question. Yeah. Like, how do your parents from Wisconsin just yeah, go, no, go to New York <laughs> yeah. and juggle? Yeah, yeah, that's great. Is this the first time they're going to be hearing that? No, they know. Okay, I mean, but okay. I, I paid for it, too. It wasn't like I did a lot of juggling and street performing back in the day in high school. And that's how I kind of paid my way through college okay. was just doing these gigs. And the and were you, did your parents circuit. do this work? <laughs> no, my dad was the principal of the high school I went to. Okay. Actually, my mom is a nurse. So, oh, okay. But not juggling their comedy. But what at was all. the first age you started? Uh, you started so young? I, I say like eight or nine. Eight or I, nine. I would do magic shows for like, um, like the first and second graders in the high in the oh, grade wow. school I went to. I was like in third or fourth grade. So you just bought one of those magic kits at the store. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I lived like a block away from a magic shop, and then uh, my friend Ben si Ben Sideman, who's like this really famous comedy magician right now. Him and I went to high school together, wow. and I sold him all my all my magic stuff and then i just bought oh, my wow. own juggling stuff and i was like all right you do magic i'll do juggling and then we and it worked for you like at a young age like it worked right yeah, away. there weren't a lot of people doing it there still aren't a whole lot of yeah, people yeah. juggling for a living 
And that's I went you, through. I did it. Mm-hmm. I did it for my mom. My mom was a teacher. I went into her class and did a magic show. You did a magic show. It was show. a total fail for me. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I'm why. not lying. Yeah. It did not go well. The kids tore me up. And I, <laughs> I had one little toy where you pull the thing out. It has the rubber band on the end, so it looks like it snaps back. Uh-huh. It doesn't. You lick your fingers, and it snaps back. Okay. You, and that was it. And that, that held me together. And then I was like, okay, this is clearly not for me. Yeah. But what for other, you, well, you ma- knew right away. Well, I mean, magic was not for me either. Like I couldn't, you got to be serious. I feel, I felt, <clears throat> excuse me, at the time, like, you know, you have, you want people to take you seriously as a yeah. magician when you're younger. Like, no, this is cool. Look at this, you know, <laughs> but I, people were just laughing. So I just like, okay, I'll just do juggling because juggling seems more silly to me. Oh, and cool. do you, how do you, you you're obviously self-taught then. Yeah. And once you start juggling stuff around the house, you must have driven your mother crazy. I had a spot in the living living room of my house where I could where I could juggle in safely and not like drive anyone too crazy. But okay. the ceiling of my parents' house is all has all these nicks and scratches in it and like knife holes and <laughs> I'm not kidding. That there. must have been good, Mom. Look, yeah. I've been practicing with the three knives. Yeah, yeah. I, I think one time I was outside juggling fire. I was juggling fire in like fifth grade or something, oh and I almost. Like the phone rang and I had a lit torch in my hand. I'm like, do I? Can I go into the house with a lit torch? <laughs> and just like real quick, and then I just I didn't end up going in. Oh, so there was yeah. no real mentor. You were just learning on your own and figuring it out. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was before YouTube was the thing. I'm I mean, like, say were you posting this on there YouTube? Were, and there were library books I would I would watch or I mean read and look at photos, watch the photos. What? Uh, there, <laughs> yeah. But like really, it was just like you know find someone else who did it and. Yeah get together and do there were like a group of people in milwaukee who would train every friday night uh like at like lobbyists people who weren't really doing it professionally and i'd go with them every friday night from like seven to nine i'd practice and when you come to new york how long does it take you to find that that group of people here that's doing it there's actually a huge juggling scene in new york so it took a second i mean when i say huge it's like 13 guys you know what i mean like (laughs) it's not it's not it's a big when you said huge i did envision like a group of like two three hundred people no it's not that big. and when you walk in like marcus is here yeah yeah everyone stops like is he gonna yeah he's gonna juggle (laughs) (laughs) no no one cares about me but they're all really cool people um you were but when you come here you start doing these big shows you're headlining when i meet you so that's yeah. you so, know what are you in your 20s when you're already headlining cruise ships well when i came here i was already i was doing i was um i got a, a gig as the host of a show on discovery kids like a kids science show uh-huh. and so i moved to new york to actually so i had like some cool things happen right away like i was 19 i moved to new york and the day I moved here, I had a reality show that that aired on ABC Family. Like the day I moved into my dorms, oh, wow. <laughs> and so that that and then also at the same time, I was finalizing um, this contract to be the host of the show on NBC Discovery Kids, um, which we filmed like the first two weeks. I like had to skip school, uh, like college, and go to LA mm-hmm. and film this thing. But it it, it was just a pilot. But I was the host, and it didn't get picked up, but it did air. But that was that was really cool. So because of that, I got a manager in, in New York, and then kind of helped me open for like some cool music acts and stuff. And I got like this backpack campaign where my poster was all around New York City, like Marcus Mario and Eastport backpacks, and like it was really <laughs> weird. And I didn't, and I was still just like going to college and like you know just waiting for the phone to ring to do more juggling gigs. But um, did you make it the four years? 
No, no, I didn't even make it three. <laughs> like I barely made it two. What, you, what do you study when you're? What do you? What film? I did. I was studying film and theater because oh, okay. like acting came pretty easy for me. Right. And I was like, okay, like acting seems like people study it. It seems so weird because you have like think of like Amy Schumer or like these comedians who don't really take any acting classes, but now. I'm assuming they don't, but now they're like starring in all these movies. Well, she had acting background. Did, I think okay. she starred as an actress. And Did then, she really? Yeah. I see Amy. Actually, Amy she and I. Esper, right? I know you know you know Amy fairly well. Yes. I met Amy in 2008. Okay. This is funny. This is a quick story. Sure. We were both booked to be on TRL. Okay. To do, I was booked to do like this juggling thing, and she was booked to do comedy, both for in front of Nick Cannon. And so we get there. It's me. It's Amy. It's like two other people. And they're like, okay, we only can use one of you. And then they were like, wait, wait, you told everyone that we'd all be able to do it. And like, we all had like posted on Facebook. Hey, we're going to be in TRL today. And Amy was actually with her sister, Kim. And she's like, yeah, but my sister and I are going to do this thing together. And then they were like, no, we can only do one of you. So we each individually went up to this producer and did our bit for like what we, what we would do in front of Nick Cannon. And I got the gig. And for some reason, it was amazing. So I juggled in front of Nick Cannon for some reason. And it was, I don't know. Did you ever tell Amy that story? Oh, yeah, she knows about, oh, yeah, yeah. We did Bonnaroo together. I saw her then like a couple years later at a NACA convention. And then we did Bonnaroo together and we talked about it. I was going to ask you that. You go to all these festivals like Bonnaroo and Mm -hmm. you've been to, I'll talk about the other thing in a second. But you go to, you always tell me that, uh, Wherever somebody wants a juggler, you'll be there. Sure. Because it doesn't come up that much. No, you got to take the gigs. If you're but a juggler, so, you have to take the work. Right. There's not, because I don't, I want to meet the juggler who's turning down work. <laughs> like, why, why would you do that? Yeah. So and dumb. so Bonnaroo, what do yeah. they make you do a Bonnaroo? You're just oh, standing in a, I no. would think you'd be, be. So, well, you know, I have a comedy show yes. and, I, and I juggle in it. So it's like, okay, if they want like a comedian, but they don't just want just a comedian, they want some, but they, you know, they don't know what they want. Right. That's where I come in. <laughs> it's like they want a juggler, but they also don't want just like a circus act. So I, you know. And you're also a young juggler. You don't really, yeah. I don't know. I can't. First of all, I can't remember the last juggler I saw on a cruise ship. Right. Or anywhere. Okay. And second of all, I can't remember the last young yeah anybody under 40 <laughs> you know what i mean they yeah. just you, there's not a lot um so you're the hippest thing that ever so well the way bonnaroo came about i did kurt and Kristen. they had a show called hot tub right and i put there was a festival called guga muga that lasted uh like maybe a year <laughs> in the city it was like a food festival i performed there then the booker for bonnaroo was at that show her name's rocky and she was like, oh, my gosh, you were so great. Do you want to go to Bonnaroo? I'm like, yes, of course. <laughs> but it was like in two weeks from then. So I was like, oh, sure. Like, am I really going to be booked at Bonnaroo? She's like, yeah. So I did. I did now, Bonnaroo. are you feeling the pressure all the time, like comedians, like because you got comedy plus mm-hmm. plus juggling. So you're feeling the pressure to constantly update your act, constantly change yeah, it, constantly, of course. constantly get new stuff. Of course. On both things. So you got yeah. both things to fix. I don't think people. Lenny just has comedy fix, but you got to keep everything. Well, going. I try to keep the juggling tight and fresh. Like I, I'll practice every day for two hours. I go to the YMCA and I practice every day for two oh, hours. Like okay. after this, I'm going to go practice. Okay. Um, and then the yeah. con- like, but I think people, if I do the same juggling trick more than once, no one's going to be like, oh, I've already seen him do that. You know, he flipped it four times and caught it. Like I've yeah. seen that. You know, I don't think people are going to be like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if I do the same jokes, I think people might be like, okay, I've heard this bit before, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I try to keep up the comedy fresh and I try to write a lot. Oh, that's pretty cool. All right, a couple of things, a couple more things. One, you did consulting work on a uh, 
movie of Zach Galifianakis. I did, yeah. That's a bu- you know we started with him. We're buddies. oh really? Yeah, he's our bud. He uh, was he in in this apartment? No. Oh. Well, yeah, he has been in this apartment. That's amazing. But he hasn't been in this apartment in I don't know. 20 72 years <laughs> oh, wow. so it was kind of a funny story is the name of the movie and they needed a juggler and for like the lead character and i was like i can juggle and so uh i think i don't even, i think i even got the gig off craigslist or something this what? was like this must have been like close to 10 years ago when i did this gig um and they just i needed a juggler that looked like the the lead character and i did and then, so they had me put on his clothes and do the juggling bit. <laughs> and then my dad and mom were at a movie and like the preview for the movie came up and he was like, yeah, I saw this movie coming up. There's a juggler and it just looks, <laughs> it looks just like you. I was like, that was me. It's you. That's awesome. Yeah, and, cool. All right. Tell Neil this story. Cause it's crazy. You met Lucy Arnaz <laughs> and this, she produced a show oh man, for see, you. Yeah. This is, it's so weird how many people you meet on cruise ships who end up being like a major part of your life. Right. Yeah. And you would think you'd meet nobody on a cruise ship. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, ahead, uh, yeah. So I was performing on a on a cruise ship, and I heard that Lucy Arnez was there, and I was like, Lucy Arnez, God, that name's familiar. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's one of those because I you, I wasn't really sure how I knew of her name, uh, but then I'm, I did like just a simple Google search. I'm like, oh, of course, Luce, Lucille Ball's yeah. daughter, Desi Arnaz's daughter, but she in her own right is like a huge phenomenon like yeah. she if, if her parents weren't famous she definitely still would be super famous great actress great actress great singer great great show person yeah. show woman um she saw my show then she was like oh this was so great i'm like thanks thanks and like we kind of exchanged emails yeah, 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 yeah. then i got back into the city we, we met up and she was like so i was thinking i would like to produce your show oh, i'm wow. like what she's like i wanted <laughs> i think your show's really good you know it shouldn't it should be on land i'm like great okay let's do that so she produced um, an off-Broadway show for me uh, at the Puerto Rican Street Theater, which is also called the 40, 47th Street Theater. Oh, wow. Okay. We sold out like five five performances with her. Um, it was amazing that she did that. She backed, like she had all the money. She backed it up. She paid me. It was great. Wow. She invited all of her friends to come. And she's she was like, the magic touch. And she was now. like, she was like, I just believe in this guy so much. I just really want to help him out. He needs to get to the next level. Like, so I, she invited like all the managers, all the agents she knew. Like, we had Academy Award-winning actresses and actors in there. It was wow. just amazing. She just pretty much opened up her whole like contact list. She was like, this person does this. This yeah, guy. Yeah, she does knows this. literally everybody. She does, yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah and the, yeah, it was just great. It wow. Awesome. And now you you had already had a show ready to go, or you had to yeah, kind of did quickly. I did a little saw... bit of both. So I had like my cruise ship show, but yeah. I also had things I couldn't do on cruise ships because it was maybe too edgy, edgy or yeah. you know. So I did kind of a, a longer version of my cruise ship show, which oh, is wow. really just you know, I mean. Just the yeah, it's different now. My cruise ship show and my like my one man show completely different. Oh wow, yeah. I like these stories. It's, they the don't funny, happen to me. Uh, let me tell I you like the them. piece of this story that's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. So Lucy Arnaz goes up before the show and it does this little intro. I saw him on a cruise ship and blah. Well, you were at the show, right? Right. You left me. He leaves me tickets for the show. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so I sit in the chair and the place is packed. Yeah. And Lucy Arnaz comes out, with it, but there's a seat open next to me. Right. And Uh-oh. I was like, oh, maybe I was supposed to bring. I don't know. I don't know if I was supposed to bring somebody or I didn't bring anybody. So Lucy Arnaz goes up and does the thing, right? All right, enjoy Marcus Monroe. So all of a sudden, the lady comes in. 
It's Lucy Arnaz. He got me the seat next to oh, Lucy. Shit. So I, <laughs> yeah, that was my seat. That's next. awesome. Did you talk to her? I, no, I was too busy. I watching the show. Oh know? man, I like he's very. She's great. Yeah, she's, she's awesome. You're not like I got a show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lucy, she moved to Palm Springs. I have a new producer now, but she, Lucy, and I still keep in touch, and we talk all the time. Oh, good. She's she awesome. seems like a nice lady. She's I'm sure great. she has amazing stories too. Okay, so what are you working on now? What's the next big thing? Well, I just got back from Edinburgh. I did the Fringe. Oh yeah, I have, how I was took, that? It was amazing. Yeah, was I was. have been there last... several times. I've been there. This is my second time. Yeah. First time doing my own show. Um, the first time I went there, it was just with my high school, and I did some busking. But this one, I was in a theater. A 200 seat theater. I did my own show called The Rise and Fall of Marcus Monroe, which is produced by Eva Price, who just won the Tony for Dear so Evan they, the, So they that festival oh. booked you to come over there, and mm-hmm. like, oh, that's cool. That's yeah. the way to do it. Oh, the woman who producer is the producer who does Dear Evan, Evan Hansen. Hansen. Yeah, oh, I'll tell you a oh, story well, about that's that. That's a great show. Yeah, she just won the Tony. Ha- whoa, She's whoa, whoa. Have you seen Dear Evan Hansen? It's just the greatest show ever. Okay. Have you? Wait, you've seen it or no? No, well, he hasn't seen it. Emotional. I hate when he does something like that. What are you talking about? When did you see it? I totally got emotional when I saw it. It's uh-huh. a roller coaster ride of emotion. All right. The lead so actor, he's no, reading the, the lead actor is freaking amazing. He's amazing. I'll yeah. never go to the show. No, it's too expensive. I can't get tickets. All right, I went to the show because uh, I have an in to that won't show. Let me in the you have an in? I have an in to that show. I I saw. And but it you cried. Is, cried. I was doing. I was this close to like a puddle on the floor. Yeah. That is. People were just vomiting tears. Like, yeah. just. Have you seen it? No. Yeah, yeah. It is. So you're people go, it. should I go to see it? It's the one that Tony, should I go see it? I'm like, uh, yeah. I don't know. The problem with those shows is like, there's seriously so many shows now that you literally, you're like, I'm just now maybe thinking about I could get into Book of Mormon. And that feels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, now you, it's come down to me. Like, all of a sudden, Book of Mormon's like, I can go now. And it's been like 20 years almost. It's embarrassing. Well, we'll yeah. talk about that yeah, because yeah. you got to put in now for like Book of Mormon. Well, and in now two years for, and it just comes up. Now for 2020. That's what my sister but, does. And all of a sudden, it just mm-hmm, comes up. Yeah, the that. new musical, I guess, is Harry Potter. That's yes. My, and that, I had to wait. You have I had to, do, to this. do the lottery. Did you do that thing? My wife and I, for my sister's kids, did a lottery. And we did the lottery. And I got a thing. I We won. For part. Part one or part two? Both. Oh, great. So my sister's going. They're going. They're Harry Potter nuts. Wow. I could give a rat's ass. Yeah. Yeah. We were in London. So wait, I want to go back because I I want to go back to this Edinburgh. Because last summer we go to Edinburgh just on vacation. Big mistake in August because it's a massive festival. So they book you to go to this show. And now does this open you up to the whole world? Because the whole world is there. So are you now... Everyone in the world knows you, but does that festival then open you up to like Europe and all that? I think so. I think that's more international tours i think you get out of like doing the fringe yes. at least for someone did like that me. happen for you we're working on it yeah oh, cool. we have like okay. a lot of we might be going to adelaide doing that fringe festival i know the brighton fringe wanted oh, cool. us to come so yeah we'll see. that's how i envision that happening okay good because okay. we in our hotel there were shows everywhere i love i love that whole yeah we were there awesome. even though we were really two quick questions sure neil patrick harris yeah how did you oh yes yeah, oh this is the, this was the most fantastic thing ever okay. so what happened in a in a nutshell i wanted him to direct my show that Lucy and I were doing. Right. So I had my friend Todd Robbins, who I know, um, he's he's the best. Send him an email. I had Lucy send him an email, and him and Lucy doesn't really know him, but her name gets you know she can do anything really. So she's and then um, what I did was I went to Regis and Kelly, and uh, Neil was guest hosting that day and I had never met him, but I knew the entrance where like he goes to mm-hmm. go in. So I stood there at like six in the morning with a DVD of my show and a letter 
of intent. And I didn't think I would get to see him, but I would hopefully get to his handler. And But he came out of this SUV and he's like, hey man, what's up? And I was the only one there. I'm like, oh, hey man, I just, I'm a juggler and I want you to direct my show. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, okay, cool. I'm like, here's a DVD and here's a letter. I'm like, okay, thanks, bye. And I just kind of like run away. And then I'm on a, I'm on a cruise. I'm talking to my wife on the phone. And then I get an email on my phone. And it's from, it says, Neil Harris. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> and then so I read it. And he's like, hey, man, I, I, I heard from Todd, heard from Lucy, watched your DVD. Um, I'm in. Ball's in your court. And I'm like, oh, and like, wow. And like, I got goosebumps. I'm like, I'm going <laughs> to, like, oh I'm going to burn the ship down. Like, so I don't need to direct that show. No. Well, so then, so then we, we, we talked and we tried to figure out a good time to coordinate him coming to New York to direct it or me going out to wherever he wanted me to go to direct the show. And, um, we ended up performing together at outside lands. Um, but unfortunately he never got to direct the show because he got booked on Smurfs too, and, <laughs> and then he was out when we wanted to get the show together. So he did not direct the show that you oh, saw, wow. but he was very close to doing it. But him and I still talk a little bit here and there, and he's, you know, he's, I love that you yeah. go. So you know, you already have connections, but you go and do that yourself at six. I, I like that. I, that's what makes I, the difference. I think, I think. so. I but think that, so many people don't do that part. It's, I think it shows how like hungry I am, and like if I'm willing to do that and put myself out there, like I think people are like, oh, that's kind of respectable. That's you know? why you knew yeah. you didn't, but that's why you did it at six a.m. I needed to, yeah, I wanted to get in front of him yeah, and I just love be like, part. hey, there's this kid out there who wants to, I mean, <laughs> he wants yeah, you to yeah, direct yeah, yeah. his show, but he was going to do it. I oh my God. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome, Marcus. Thank you for that Thanks. 15. Well, that was awesome. We that was go great. We can go on. Yeah. I got a hundred questions. I, oh, wanted to, I didn't yeah. even get to the Andy Kaufman Award. I know. We'll have to have him back. All right. Our second one today, which sort of a segue in, because Neil has been trying to get me to talk about this forever. And this is the perfect. I said, let's just wait until we get the perfect person for this to come in. Mm -hmm. Cruise ships. He's always want asked me a million questions. What happens on a cruise ship? Where do they put you on a cruise ship? Mm -hmm. What do you? You and I met on a cruise ship, and yeah. I literally is one of my first ones, and I'm already having a nervous breakdown. Yeah. with the agent, right? Oh no. No, I'm just saying at the time. Oh yeah. You were so calm, and I'm like, how uh. is this kid so <laughs> calm? He's performing these huge shows, and we're just waiting in airports. Mm -hmm. Wait, you must yeah. wait in air. I wait for three seconds. I want to kill somebody. Sure. You and I were waiting in airport for like nine. We were at hours. Gillies, I think, in um, yeah, uh, Grand we? Turk. That's right. Where I'm in Grand Turk, because you get off the ship at eight in the morning, and the my agent decides to save fifty bucks and gets us on a flight at like five in the afternoon. Right. And like this is amazingly unacceptable. Yeah. <laughs> amazingly, and they do not care. No. So they don't, and so I was sitting with my brand new laptop that I bought for this event with nothing but anger, mm -hmm. and I'm just whizzing, I'm writing this letter. These guys are all working on whatever, like, this is the normal thing. We're with another comic, and I'm just writing hate mail mm -hmm. as we go, and you guys are both, I wouldn't send that. <laughs> yeah, travel days can be grueling, and everyone always says that's what they pay you for is the travel, because the travel is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I, um, I woke up. You said you in Hawaii yesterday. Yeah, so like three days ago, I woke up at four in the morning, Actually, I did a show in Brooklyn. Do you know Jeff Seal? I did a show with him in Brooklyn. Um, I got paid thirty bucks. It was awesome. Um, <laughs> and then I took. Then I, I actually was did, couldn't sleep, but I woke up. I got out got out of bed at four a.m. at six thirty. I had a flight to Phoenix and Phoenix to um, Kona, Hawaii. And then I got to Hawaii at like two o'clock. Had nothing to do that day, so I just went to bed at six because I was really tired. Then the next day, got on the ship, did my show, and then left the next day. Oh, so you just did one day on the ship. Yeah, and one, flew home. Shit. Yeah, I, I I usually won't spend more than a night on a on a ship. He's the one in the headline. I got to work the comedy room, oh, or you I gotta do a couple spend of shows. You got to. I got to be there week. a whole week sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But he fly. He's in the main room, the big room. Oh, cool! So they just fly Not you in by like a helicopter. 
Uh, no. It's usually a plane. But <laughs> <laughs> no, but when you... Oh, you're not meeting the cruise. No, no, no I'll at meet the it next, on a... He gets off at the next port. Damn right. it. I envision yeah. you like meeting the meeting him on in the middle of the water on a sweet. helicopter. Like everyone's like, is that him? Yeah. Don't worry, guys. The yeah, juggler's yeah. here. I've been watching too many movies. Yeah. You know right. what? I'll stick with that image. Oh, uh, I wish they had That's the budget for that. That'd be sweet. No, the have way my own, like, smoke machine. <laughs> he gets out in sequin jumpsuit. Yeah. Well, that's the way I heard the story. You no. literally helicopter in, you do your show, and you helicopter back out. No, the only then, helicopter that well, you helicopter with either, that. like, uh, once in a while, you know, like, Beyonce will go christen a ship or somebody mm-hmm. like that. Uh, Rihanna, I think I heard. What about Lenny? In. Lenny. No. No? And then if you have only Lenny, you know how I'm getting on it? If I have a heart attack and they're going to fly <laughs> you off, right? Oh, We've yeah. seen that more than oh, a few yeah. times. Oh, yeah. Helivac. Yeah. Oh, then that's yeah. They will helivac people on, and it sure. is freaky yeah. to watch this helicopter land on a, a ship and then take just take off. You know what I saw recently? We were passing through Cuba. Mm-hmm. They're like around that area. This yep. was on a, on, a, on a Disney ship, and they... There was someone saw someone like reflecting a, a glass like maybe a mile out onto the to the ship like uh-huh. and like they looked through binoculars and it was like a little raft and they were trying to get the ship's attention it was like a raft that w- they were trying to go to United, United States, States and it had like sunk or it was sinking <gasps> so they had uh, they sent a boat out and they got these people and everyone on the ship was just watching because they called man overboard because they didn't know someone was they didn't know who was out there. Right. Oh wow. Right. So at first, then they like uh, it was someone in a raft, and then they brought him back on the ship, fed him, gave him a shower, and then sent and- them back to Cuba. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what I was wondering. I because yeah, I was thinking like to- if you get onto a cruise ship, does that make you an American citizen? Like, no. are you on American land? On no. Cu- oh. I mean, you're on American. La- I mean, you're just just like a tourist thing yeah you have but to you're get the right. on american you land still meaning need, they still then got to get you you can say asylum or whatever you say like no. in the, like robin williams did in that movie i don't think you can say Russian that because guy. there's a whole manifest they take very seriously oh, with, yeah you know, oh, they, they count the number of what people does robin williams off. say in that movie you remember the uh, moscow movie? On the Hudson? i'm the Mos- captain now no moscow oh, that's <laughs> captain phillips <laughs> that's captain phillips no, no, Mo- moscow, moscow on the hudson he he runs into bloomingdale's and he's like He's like, uh, I defect. That's it. I defect. I defect. There you go. Mm. So they could have defected. And you I got think you're going to be cruise. standing on the soil. Or you get a free week cruise. I think the- what happens if the, when we land, if they make it back to Miami, if that's the next port, I'm yeah. sure they turn them right over. All right. So let's get yeah. back to cruises. Do you okay. both love cruises? Like this is like. No. I don't think any of us do, but I think we all love performing. And on a cruise. Just performing in general. Like I, I don't great care. money. Yeah, you make good money. I don't care really where the gig is. I just like to perform. So yeah. if it's on a cruise at a college, wherever, I, I just like. Oh, to yeah, do but it. you're not. Lenny goes for the whole week, so you're never the whole. Well, uh, we was on. We were on for more yeah. than a few yeah, days. Yeah, some. Yeah, some on Disney. I'll do more than a more than a night. Some usually like four days to six days on on a Disney ship. If I'm on Carnival, I'll just be on for a night unless they. There's no way to do it for a night for some reason, right. which some, is really rare. But most okay. of the time, sometimes there's no port. He's got to get in one. And sometimes there's rules to what ports you can get on and mm-hmm. off in, and that they change the rules all the time. And but then you can't walk, because you, you guys always think you're enjoying the cruise like everybody else. But you're you're like in the hidden section. Yeah, with, you like do uh, your show and cabin. Then you, yeah, you go. Back. Sometimes you get a crew Depends cabin, cruise line. Yeah. Sometimes you don't. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes the room is just. Terrible. terrible it's just hideous but, other times you're like oh this is i could get used to this but do you ever complain i'm like i always ask my uh, <laughs> do you ever <laughs> well i was you're like, so happy say, go lucky to I, me listen i work a lot of cruise lines so i won't say which one this was mm-hmm. but um <laughs> i was on this cruise line a couple of weeks ago 
and my room wasn't made when I got to the ship. And yeah. I was like, oh, come on. I'm so tired. I just I have a tech in three hours. I just want to like lay down for a little bit. So I called them. I was like, hi, my room's not ready. Can you please send someone? They're like, sure. And then... Uh, you mean there wasn't like a stuffed animal in the shape of a bear? No, I mean bed? like the, the, other, the other entertainer had left... And all this like dirty towels. Oh, and it's just disgusting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really gross. It just it's the minimal some of these cruise lines can do. Yeah. They'll take care what they do is they take care of all the passengers first, then they go to the crew. Mm-hmm. And really the entertainment is kind of the last, last thing they do. Yeah. And then when you get there, you're exhausted from the day of travel. It, the minimum they could really do is just have that yeah. room ready. I so agree. It, it's I a agree. garbage room to begin yeah. with. Sometimes there's just linoleum floor. Doesn't look like when you go through the back of these ships, it is the stark. It, they put all the I money in the front. If this is a Titanic, you guys are going down with the ship. You're in the section oh, yeah. that can't get oh, out. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you're in the section so that you're not, they're not playing music on your way down. The minimum you can do is just have that room made for me when yeah. I get there. But go ahead. Guys, so, Let so them tell it. What happened was I, I heard from other people to when this happens to Mark on your sheets and your pillowcases with a pen. So to make sure that they actually change them. Oh, so I, I marked them with like an X on each corner. And then I'm like, Oh, and then I saw the guy I said, okay, you're going to do the room. He's like, yeah, I'll do your room. Okay. I'm like, thanks. Bye. And then I came back and he just made the bed cause the bedding uh. was still the same. So I called again. I said, he didn't do anything. He, he knew I was an, he knew I was a different person. Otherwise mm-hmm. I, you know, so he, yeah, he just oh, was trying awful. to fucking short. That's it. actually a good trick. I didn't know that trick. So yeah. I like that. That's you mark trick. the bet. Yeah, mark it so they take out the sheet. Because no one wants to sleep on someone else's sheets. It's disgusting. I know. <laughs> At the same time, though, you were environmentally friendly. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You save some money on the wash. I don't know. I think that's pretty important. I don't know what cruise line that is, but I think it would. I'm going to go on a limb and say it rhymes with Schmarnival. You know, <laughs> I'm just saying. They save money on the, uh, on the, the linens. I, they used to put me, Carnival would put me on top of the disco so they mm-hmm. always save that one for the comic and l- my head w- would like bounce off the the pillow yeah. it was so yeah. loud until yeah. 2 a.m and then it would stop so you can almost not go to sleep early at 11 o'clock wow, i didn't want. even know they had that room so oh it's crazy some of the horrible accommodations <laughs> i've had to the point where i the first one i ever did when i walked in that room i think the first i ever did was carnival mm-hmm. and i walked in and I was like, no, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. I, I was so I was so upset. Do you still we, do cruises? Rarely. Yeah. Like four a year. Oh, okay. And now I probably do just Royal. Yeah. I haven't done Carnival in a long time for whatever reason. I don't know. Royal's great. I yeah. did. Sometimes they have me do the late night comedy spot on oh, Royal. Yeah. And it's so fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. Yeah. It's cool. In the room. In which? In the big the theater. Oh, on the big theater. Uh, on on the Liberty of the Seas. I did that. Okay. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. But That's, the shows are good. I mean, the crowds are the crowds want to yeah, be there. Yeah, in general, I mean, the crowds want to be there. They need the entertainment on, so it's a good yeah. place for that. Yeah, they 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 don't really. But they get pissy if you go too crazy with your material on the cruise. Yeah, yeah. for <laughs> comics, you got to be careful what you do, and I'm sure for Marcus, he's you know what innuendos tops yeah. what he can get away with. I got com- a complaint once. Um, I said the word crap in a show. And I, first of all, I don't think I ever said it because it's not in my vocabulary, yeah. especially in my show. But they're like, he said the word crap. And then I got to my agent and my agent had to email me. She's like, she's like, can you not say the word crap in your show? I'm like, I never said that, but I won't. Yeah, yeah. But like, why? One why? word of crap. Wow. And yeah, that they, made, it made the it made the home office 
write an email to my agent and my agent was like yeah i should relay this back to him i'm like why would probably off one comment card of it some is it's one, one person he, they will cater to the so here's the thing there's a definite element that is looking for something to go wrong so they can get a free cruise mm -hmm. there's de there's like i'd yep. say about one percent of the people but they are looking for anything and i mean they the, the those i hate to be behind the counter there yeah. at guest services oh, yeah. because they must take they the crap they must take from everything from I want more towels to they didn't have bingo today to, you know, crap to on the ship. outside. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> so I said crap on the ship. And let me tell you in four seconds, if they think it's big enough, you, they come, the cruise director calls your phone. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's very corporate. It goes flying through the ship. Mm -hmm. it's like I, I've been I, on, I've, no, I've gotten off stage and I see the cruise director coming at me. I'm like, Oh, here it comes. Mm -hmm. And for no reason. And everybody's got stories like that. We know people, we have com friends who have gotten thrown off. I know comics who have been thrown off ships for people misinterpreting their act. I had a big fight with a guy because I had a joke in my act about Osama bin Laden. I, I made fun of the name Osama. And the guy in the crowd, his name was Osama. Oh, no. And so <laughs> it has nothing to do with uh, anything other than the fact that this guy's fam, all his friends blew him shit. Forever, because his name's Osama. He was like he would work. They'd call him Sammy, whatever. Mm -hmm. But the second, oh, he had a license plate that said Osama, and people would honk the crap out of it. I found out, like he just got tired of taking yeah, this yeah. garbage. Yeah. And of course, I'm the comic that night, and I say uh. something about the name Osama, and he loses it to the point where, like, I have I'm in front of him and his wife and the cruise director, and I have to apologize for this joke about oh, the geez. word, the name Osama. And uh, it's it's ridiculous. And she's like, why don't you change the joke? And that's when I lost it. I was like, why doesn't he change his name to Bob? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, that would help. <laughs> He's walking around in the United States with the name Osama. Yeah. You know, so good luck, people. There you go. So they, they're looking for anything to get you on cruise ships. They are. Yeah, they really are. The money's are. good, but it's the travel that drove me completely. Yeah. I don't know how you do But you don't yeah. mind the travel. I take so. some Valium to help me sleep on the plane. <laughs> and You do what you have Drugs. to do. A lot I of self-talk. <laughs> yeah. Now, so wait, when you guys are on the cruise, though, at first, when you hop on your first, like your first couple cruise gigs, though, you're... When you're there, you're partaking in the the cruise, like the islands and the the getting off and the food. Or that's never a part of it. Well, he's been to so many. Do you do this anymore? Do you even get off anymore? Yeah, I, I usually do just because. Just stretch your legs. Yeah, just because you know to get away. And usually now, like I go to a lot of the same ports. I kind of have like a favorite place to go in in each port. A good place to eat. Good things. You know, good place to a good like hotel with a but nice pool. But you're getting pool, bombarded by all the people you performed with. They know you're the performer. They're constantly yeah. I put on. A, I usually put my hair up because I have kind of long hair and wear sunglasses and a hat and fine. Me yeah. too. Yeah. Nobody notices me at all. It <laughs> yeah. depends who you're with. Like John Joseph gets those because he's kind of taller and rarely if I get to sit on the deck all day with mm -hmm. a baseball hat and sunglasses. Yeah. Nobody, uh -huh. nobody cares. Because they, they really, and when they do notice you, they're like, what are you doing out here with us? <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah. Where do you want me to go? It's yeah. where do you want <laughs> yeah, me to go? I can't sit in that cabin all day, but, but some guys do. Mm -hmm. People just say, we were talking about this earlier, but people will say the weirdest stuff to you when you're done with shows, like, Ooh. especially on, on cruise ships, they just come up to you and they, they want to tell you stories about juggler. They knew, like this one lady came up to me after a show and she was like, I had a friend who juggled, um, but he died young. And I just, I looked at her and I said, well, that's less competition for me then. And then I got, um, I, felt, I felt terrible after saying that. But. And then you got the complaint card. She got a free cruise. Uh, <laughs> Probably. They complain about everything. Yeah. 
Um, I worked a little comedy rooms. He works the big room. They're way more receptive, I think, sometimes in the big room because they know what they're coming to see, the comedy and juggling. And he's, you know, he's got his act down. And it's, I always think, I, you get me every time. You, every time you get on the unicycle, I hold my breath. <laughs> but every <laughs> once in a while, you've had like bad shows. You've sure, had, of course. On, on a cruise, like really yeah. horrible. Like Real, I don't epic. really horrible. Uh, you too, Lenny. You've had horrible. I've epic. had shows where I just I need to just not see because now you're right stuck now. on a boat. It's not like New York. You have a bad show. You just go out. Well, that's you're, one you're, of the worst parts about it for me. Yeah. Um, if it's a bad show or you know you're having a bad night or whatever it is, I don't want to see these people. Sometimes again. people are like, "Great show," and I'll go, "Which one were you at? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Early or the late?" Yeah, and that's okay. yeah. It's um. We have one minute left in this, but yeah, it's uh. There are horror stories. The travel can kill you. Um, but this is where he said there's not, again, there's not a lot of, this is where jugglers can thrive. Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, I think in the United States, at least the, you know, cruise ships, colleges is probably like the only place that you can make a really good living. There's some circuses. Vegas. Yeah. But like Vegas, there's only like a handful. There's not really any jugglers headlining a show on the strip. Like you're building your show for a Vegas show? No, just in New York. More Broadway show? Yeah. Oh, or off Broadway. It's yeah. funny. He does a great job. And from all the people, I go to see those. I'll stick my head in those headliner shows sometimes. And it's a lot of magicians as well. Mm-hmm. And I sometimes I, I can't watch this. Oh, same. I've yeah. seen some of the hokiest, hackiest magician stuff. stuff. Yeah, terrible. Some of but some of it is also really, really good. good. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, why is this guy here? Which is mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah, that's, I, mean, that's I was I, like, why are you here? That's the first thing I said to him. Why are you here? And he just, just like, there's not like. It's yeah. not juggling. It's not like in, there's not comedy clubs. It's not juggling clubs. Yeah. Yeah, well, there's not the ju- the magic castle. There's not the that's juggling right. castle. That's right. That's true. Damn it. Cruise ships, Neil. I'll start the juggling castle out in L.A. You do that. <laughs> uh, next time, again, we're segueing as we go because with the cruise ships and with our road travels or whatever, there's a lot of luggage and packing. I want to talk about luggage, packing, all the stuff. People, it just seems like everybody this is now like a travel. It's weird. Show. Like, well, it's kind of it's segueing, kind of helping people that travel a little bit. This one should help. You're yeah. like this, Neil. You've been carrying around a backpack. I this carry is, around a backpack. Why do you carry everywhere you go a backpack? What do you? What does Neil Potter what do you have need? In there? It's got. It goes way Laptop. back. It goes way back to like when I first got to New York. That I got. I live with my brother. He'd always kick me out of the apartment and I was always writing. So I'm going to go to Starbucks or back in the day, even Barnes and Noble. And I'm going to write shit. I'm going to, cause I live in LA. You write, you go to Starbucks and you write screenplays. So you need a book and a pen. At worst, you sit there and act like you're writing something. And that's kind of that, that thing. So now, yeah, I just, I pretty much have a backpack almost every day. So what's in this giant backpack? You have like this high tech, super iPad, bunch of other shit that, Let's say other shit like you know pens, (laughs) lip balm. Yeah. Every day I go out to do comedy, I have my set list in my back pocket, a pen, my headphones, my phone. I don't need anything. Right. Why? But you're writing the great American novel in those notebooks. (laughs) Yeah, because we talked about this in Paris. That the reason I like Paris is because some reason, even though I really don't write, I just think I'm going to, and so it just it stuck with me. Now it's just more sad. It's like your your blanket. Kind it's like a it, sense of it is, comfort. I security. had a blanket. It is, but now it's turned into like the older I get, the more it turns into sadness. Like that. That's <laughs> Isn't it heavy though? Why do you want to have like a guy on the it, it like on heavy. your shoulders? It is heavy. I do know I'm gonna get like old age scoliosis. Right. But I know what's coming, but yeah, no, I have to. I have. You look to, uh, like an old school boy. Yeah. 
I don't. <laughs> I don't. Sometimes I don't want to use it, but I just have it. I mean, so much so when I don't carry it, I'm like, oh my god, where's my back? It's constantly <laughs> like on me. But yeah, I don't know why I'm addicted to it. It's it's a sad story. What, what's your thing of choice? I, now well, you do a lot of traveling. You yeah. could, you need this stuff. Yeah, when I when I do gigs, I always have at least two suitcases with me, um, a carry on and a backpack. I do like I'm a big fan of backpacks. Like I have, I usually will probably have a backpack with me if I'm going to do some. I mean, but you have everything in your show with you. Wait, do you have a big thing of luggage for the pins and all that stuff? Yeah, so I have a, I have two cases for for my show. Right, and so I have like my the stuff I actually juggle. In one case, and then in another case is my unicycle. Okay. It gets broken down. It's seven feet tall, but it gets broken down into like a regular suitcase. And you send that ahead or it never leaves no, you? No, I usually travel with it. Although okay. I'm, I am thinking of doing something else because my luggage, it breaks all the time because I travel so much yeah. that like I, a wheel just came off my suitcase two days ago. Uh, but you're freaking out if you don't have it. You want it near you. Because if, yeah. well, if it doesn't get there, yeah, if it doesn't get there, if it doesn't get do? there and it's not my fault, I still get paid. So I'm not that mad at it, but <laughs> right. still like. But what do you do if everything's lost? What do you do for the show? I don't do a show. It's happened before. It's, it's happened quite. It happens like once a year. Like you my just luggage don't grab doesn't make shit real quick and do just put no. it together real quick. Yeah, he picks no. up three purses from the audience and just starts juggling. No, I mean he has a whole show. Can you just you go t- out and buy the? You know, you're. Just I screwed. mean, no, because like everything I get is made for juggling, and I'm kind of specific about the props I use. These are Got props it. I've been using for like 15 years. So I kind of like have you know it's question. Like, Some of these magicians though leave all their stuff on. They do that ship right. multiple times or whatever. Or just that's their ship. Yeah. Did they ever ask you to do that? I used to do that on yeah. on Carnival. I was on like the Miracle for mm-hmm. like a year and a half, and I would every like three days I'd go back on the ship, and it was kind of nice because I was new to ships at the time and right. like still pretty young. Um, but yeah, now it's just they just send me all over. So so what do you keep in your backpack? You got a laptop. A laptop. I have a clothes. Like I keep like a hoodie in there. Yeah. So a lot of like go. sleeping drugs. Yeah. Uh, phone well, chargers. But this is for traveling. This isn't just because you're. This isn't just like a whatever. T- this isn't like going to Lenny's apartment <laughs> to do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> need my, need Wait, do you have a backpack now? No. Did you bring one over there. No. Shit. He's traveling. Did you bring one? I did not bring mine. This is the first time I've never seen you with a backpack. Well, Lenny did say before you got here he's gonna have a backpack. I don't know why I didn't bring it today. But I, I didn't bring That's it. That's weird. Shit. Well, what do you get when you go on a plane? What do you take? What's your. No, when we went to Europe last summer, I mean, we went. Uh, the luggage, if you go down the luggage wormhole, yeah. it, it's a big wormhole. It's a It's expensive. It, mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, they throw. I want, first of all, let's start with this. When you get your luggage, it always looks a little more. Be- they do. They there used to be a Samsonite commercial probably before you were born. Do you remember this commercial? Was what do they do with the luggage? And they would show two monkeys. Yeah, I was about to say the gorilla. The gorilla. Yeah, the gorilla yeah, would yeah. just be banging uh, on the yeah. thing, yeah. and they just show it like get sure. good luggage, Samsonite. Yeah. And it, that commercial is stuck in everybody's head because that's what ha- I'm like. Are there gorillas back? They don't give a fuck. They'll throw those things. As oh far- yeah. But and we. But the big question is: Do you carry on, or do you ca- carry on? That's why. Uh, or do good, you? That, can you check that's it? The in. Point. I. If I can, the first thing they tell you for cruise ships as mm-hmm. well: carry on as much stuff as you can carry on. Yeah, you mm-hmm. definitely are carry on. They guy. do not want, especially comics. If you lose your clothes, you're yeah. you're you're dead. They don't they don't care mm-hmm. at all. You still have to do your show. You have to do your show. Yeah. So make sure you have your clothes, you know, like they always say that. So my biggest fear in the world is when I get off the plane and I've checked luggage. That's I don't know how they expect you to, because I have a week of clothes. I don't know what, how they no, expect I'm totally you to carry on. by that experience because we grew up in Japan. Yeah. And so we'd have to go to Japan one, and I'd come to vacation once a year. Yeah. So we, we took all, bought all this stuff for the whole year. It's got to last me the whole year. We get off the plane in Okinawa. 
I'm the only one that lost my luggage. Oh. I lost everything. So I'm scarred by that experience. So Boy, didn't you just buy a lot of Hello Kitty stuff? <laughs> <laughs> it had everything. It had everything. It had my Neil stickers. God dang it. <laughs> Some guys running around in Okinawa and they call him Neil. <laughs> That's awesome. No, but I, I, I yeah, lost luggage. I, I'm kind of lazy in that sense that I started checking all my. So I just got big ass bags from Eddie Bauer and I just checked everything and I just didn't mind waiting. But then you all do of that a sudden, now? no, all of a sudden the tides turn. Now I'm into the four wheeling thing that wheels in all different directions. Yeah. I went for a high end piece of luggage. Well, first of all, it's going back to like, luggage. I whoever invented the wheelie luggage, the four wheelies, anything. First that's, of all, wheelie luggage, yeah. and now it's four wheelie luggage, and all the wheels can go in every direction, which yeah. is just genius. Yeah, Why didn't they have this in 1973 and cannot? Because you had to literally just drag luggage. Because there wasn't the Shark 70s. Tank. Shark Tank did all this stuff. Shark Tank. Yeah, because no. everyone's rolling ideas out no. quicker. No. no. Okay, I threw Absolutely that in there. Absolutely not. I think, yeah, I think they, they came up with it without, yeah. Shark Tank. They've had this for 20 it wasn't years Mark already. Cuban, so but right. they, yeah. <laughs> but it, you're right, you. though, with the fact that if you are you need a good piece of luggage, mm-hmm. the lighter the luggage is, the better, because then you oh, can sure. put more stuff in it and has the the wheels that can do anything. Yeah. yeah. Four, four wheels. Now they have luggage where you can put your... You can We've plug all your phone thought in. about luggage, which is kind of sad and scary. Why? At that's the, same the point time. of the no, segment. The luggage you can time. charge your phone. Yeah, yeah, that's you crazy. Have that? No, but oh, that, that's shit. crazy. <laughs> Why did you buy too much? I didn't. He doesn't I mean, know about it yet. No, I knew about it. I just didn't. I, just, I mean, that's why I said no to it because I saw the one in Europe and it was like an extra hundred something dollars. And I'll just well, be like, that's I'll bring it. my I mean, own I have charger. a portable charger. Yeah. Anyways. I don't and they have them in the airport now. You can plug yeah. in almost anywhere. But yeah. that's a nice feature to have. But I think it probably makes the bag heavier. The whole thing is about the bag. Like when I went to Europe and I had to bring all this stuff. I was shooting something this summer in Europe and I had to bring all this camera equipment. And you need to get, it was like 22 pounds. Is oh, the, yeah. And so I was literally going to the last ounce. So yeah. the, the luggage itself sure. has to be light because then your gift's giving away five but pounds. But you, you would have to charge your, your luggage then. So it could charge your phone. Like yeah, it doesn't you just to, that before would be, you leave. You'd yeah, have you to have charge. to plug in your suitcase. Well, I'm sure there's a reserve <laughs> every somewhere. night. Yeah. Oh, some of these suitcases are that you can look online. I forget the name of the brands. I I haven't bought one in a while, but they're amazing. Like a Tumi suitcase. Something. Yeah. Do you yeah. do you guys have to have the high end brand? Like, do you, are you into your brand of suitcase? I think for my neck. No, I, I got have, a great suitcase uh, company called It. I think it's called. I. Like, do you have a Tumi suitcase? It's really light. Pelican case for my like props. I have the Pelican cases down there. Oh yeah, uh, that's the big brand. I only know Tumi. No, that's for like if you have to bring equipment, like like tools. Everyone always thinks scuba gear, photography stuff, or like like tools. I'm I'm a juggler. That stuff. Like yes. a hard case. Hard yeah, case. usually okay. those cases are for like that kind of stuff. Oh, I'm just talking style, so people look no, at you at the st- airport. I'm and telling go, that you, guy's this- special. <laughs> Yeah. You just need something to roll. I the my favorite piece of luggage is if you ever see the Orthodox Jews go to Israel or any of those guys, they have the biggest luggage I've ever. It's about the size of my television, like the fifty-two inch. Oh, thing. really? It is the biggest because they're going for like six months. Oh, and yeah. It's, it's a roller, but it's a giant. It looks like a bureau. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a I gotta ask Danny about this. Yeah. What is there? What are they bringing? What's going on? Uh, bodies. Like you could fit a body in there. They must pots and pans supposedly. I wow. Think could, yeah. And clothes and toys and whatever their gifts and i mean they're huge luggage the orthodox no orthodox jews oh, shit it's they always crazy. i saw that movie the other day the orthodox jews are always mysterious yeah. in yeah. movies did you notice that i gotta ask danny about they're that mysterious too. in life i gotta what do you mean? about that everybody's too. mysterious if you know about it when you go to go to me i challenge everybody in uh, that's listening to go to macy's yeah and go to the luggage place because yeah. that's where we went and bought those luggages to go to europe we okay. decided we're gonna have brand new luggages okay. for this trip 
and it's like you're you're gonna stay like two three hours. It's embarrassing. You don't know. And what then the salesmen don't want. know what they're helping. Then no one knows anything about anything. But they try to. And then you end up just we just end up buying the cheapest thing that held did the you, most. Did you buy? Did you buy anything with like a color? Like did you think you were getting a unique color? Did you go for that or you just go black? We went for the cheapest thing that held the most. <laughs> yeah. That rolled on four wheels and hopefully did. I bought Didn't the, break. such a cheap one that I was scared that it wasn't even gonna last through the trip. Why? Because yeah, it had like scotch tape instead of zippers or something <laughs> yeah because he kept trying to upsell me the more he upsell me the more i'm like you know what i'm just going for the delcy and it was like 52 dollars. <laughs> amazing but delcy was popular somewhere like i felt like it had a cool name well i'm sure it'll last once it, it's so far it's lasted but it's embarrassing i got a delcy how about you uh yeah. Do you get any color? I, I you usually go to Marshalls or TJ Maxx and try and find a luggage that's been marked down that's big enough to fit my unicycle tire in. That's really like the only thing I care how, about. How small does that get, the unicycle? It gets, like, you can put it in a regular suitcase. Okay. But, like, the tire is, like, 27 inches, so I need, to, like, at least it has to be wide enough for that. And that was in your set from the very beginning, the unicycle, from the very first time you did it? Uh-huh. Or that was the add-on? No, that was not an add-on. I've always been unicycling. You oh, really? From the beginning? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I you learned to unicycle when I was like 10. This isn't just a unicycle. How tall is this unicycle? Yeah, I've seen, I've it's seen the seven, video. seven feet video. tall. I have one yeah, that's yeah. 12 foot tall, but I can't travel with that. It's huge. Oh, that's it's just the one, like one from big... the show. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the New York show, the tw- was you did the 12 foot one. I might, yeah, most likely, uh, yeah. It's like, I can't even watch you do it. It yeah. makes me so nervous. Yeah, it sucks. Oh, so you can't even travel with the large one? No, I would not, not on like planes or anything. No, yeah, because yeah. it's just a big 12 foot pole. So you have to bring it. Doesn't it. Break you down. can you do that to, in New York. Yeah, but a lot of places and like, I, you know, a lot of venues don't have the ceiling for that. Wow. <laughs> um, it must be crazy on cruise ships too when you're unicycling real quick. The boat's moving. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. Did it's you not ever, fun. Did you ever fall big time? Uh, okay. I know you, you, you I've seen you it? like, f- like just, you know, reset. Yeah. And that's probably yeah. because it moved a little bit. Sure. You're so funny about it. So you can't really tell. I can't tell what's what. I, I haven't fallen off on ship because the boat's been moving, but I have fallen off on land and I broke both my feet at the same time oh, in a show once. Shit. Yeah. yeah. All right. What, how did that? It's on YouTube. <laughs> and then you put your feet in the back in the luggage yeah exactly yeah <laughs> you wait yeah. you fell yeah. in the middle of the show yeah right at the end of the show and I, that's oh, the, I, that I show. fell off the you I, I i didn't fall i like jumped off the i was done so i was like i was like oh shit i was that's opening not... for the band cake it was new year's eve i had like a firework on my head i was juggling fire <laughs> i was on a unicycle the crowd was going crazy i finished my set but i was on the 12 foot tall unicycle i was supposed to go back to a ladder to get off and i didn't i just jumped off hit a hard part of the stage and both my ankles just cracked holy and i shit. fell back and i couldn't walk for like two weeks and and how'd you get off the stage? Just kind I of had adrenaline, so I was like jumping up and down on them, and that <laughs> probably did more damage to them. Oh my god! So but, no one knows right. until you come off stage that no oh, one knew shit. they were broken until like I couldn't. I had to get piggybacked out of there. My friend oh, Ben. Holy shit! Yeah, and sucks. do you feel this this desire or this need to keep topping yourself? Oh yeah, I think I think everyone does, yeah. right? Yeah. But what what is that? Where does it like end? I mean, how? I don't know. I mean, I I don't think it necessarily means like thirteen feet or fourteen feet. I just think it just you just got to make people feel that yeah, thing yeah. right so whatever that is you just have to keep but I'm, you're constantly brainstorming ideas like the top yeah like, this is the next big thing yeah and it doesn't have to be like like i always think if i did like america's got talent if i juggle something dangerous in one act they're gonna want me to top it with like even more dangerous the second act and i don't really like play that way i'm just like yeah. this is different cool interesting okay 
Lenny's looking at me like I'm because I'm gonna have to edit this rails. out now. This segment is about luggage. It just led us there. I know it led us there. You but ask you a question now, too. You gotta edit I'm gonna yourself take, out. Yeah, I'm gonna take too the whole thing bad. out. And we'll have it as an extra with Marcus. Let's Sorry. get back. My bad. No, you gotta no, answer. It was up. my bad. I, it was interesting. That's for sure. I would love to talk about the band Cake for a half hour too. Mm. Anywho, oh, they're awesome. Getting back to luggages. Isn't it annoying on the on when you get on a subway? Yeah. Do you take the backpack off when you get on subway? No, because that's where it's that's where it's the this most. This is where useful. you're being a dick. No, that's where I do the power if the power backpack. If it's crowded on a yeah. subway, I think it is the right thing to do to take it off. Right? It is the right thing and to do, and then hold on to it like in front of in you. In front course, of you, of course. Right. However, it, in the cases where I'm on the subway and those jerks come in and won't let you off, then they pay for that. I see. So you're By, uh, using it as a weapon. Because I'm tall, and so they'll know I just keep it regular, but I'm tall, and I sort of turn to the left, and I clear out the whole right side, and then Bethel comes right behind me, and she loves it because I literally make people pay because they shouldn't wait for you to get off the subway. So that in that case, I feel like I'm in the right, but yeah, I'm that guy in that case. But all the other times, yeah, I'm oh, well, super is, polite. Is so, the bag stab-proof? Because that's what's coming it next. It just hurts that it rubs up against your face when you come in early. Like, if you come in early, you're going to pay if I'm on the subway. Yeah, I, I think that's okay. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> as long as you take up. it off when it's like a crowded subway and you're standing. Don't, yeah. yeah. Don't, no, that I'm fine. But when I hit people in the face, I'm always like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Because <laughs> I, de I definitely always play the like, I had no idea what I'm doing because I'm super nice. Oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, of course, when I, I don't put it on the thing, I'm not, I don't have do you, the man spread. Have or you ever had the NYPD search your bag before you got yes. on a train? Yeah. Did a you? lot. Uh, well, because they're always on 96th Street, so they've gone and did through they my Did they read backpack. your notes? Like, oh, this <laughs> they, is a great screenplay. This is a great 30-page screenplay. <laughs> I, want, I once had a, a, a juggling bag, and it had, like, knives and clubs in oh, it. Oh, yeah, what did they do? And they were like, can we look in your bag? And I said, no, and then I ran out. <laughs> oh, seriously? You didn't yeah. even let them? Oh, my no, God. No, it was, yeah. like, when they first started doing it. It was, like, my little protest. Oh, I, I like, like that. No! I like and that. And I didn't, thankfully, like, I wasn't carrying anything illegal on me or anything. Could so. you imagine? I juggle those. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's so like, weird. That's not going to last that long. You're going to be in jail but for like, like 48 if, hours. If nine out of ten times when I do have bags on the train, there is, are like knives or it's like fire props in there that I probably shouldn't have. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to bring this both together, both segments together. Watch this. We, you ever been on a cruise ship with a ventriloquist? And he's got to bring the dummy with him. I took. I don't remember this guy's name. He did Carnival. He had a dummy with Phil? him. Phil, Phil, so Phil Hughes, yeah. Phil Hughes, yeah. Yeah, same pitch name as the Yankee pitcher. Yeah. So Phil Hughes and I get on the airport and he's got the dummy in the luggage. Yeah. <laughs> and they stop him every time. And they're like, what? Because the, they yeah. close to the x-ray machine. Yeah. You could just see yeah, the yeah. dummy. Yeah. It looks like a body. Like, it looks like a body. <laughs> and so like, funny. what's like, what do you got? In the dumb? It's a dumb. We have to open it. Yeah. And like, no, it's my brother. You know, yeah. I was like, why yeah. don't every time they want to open it, why don't you go just go, help me, yeah. help me, yeah. I'm yeah. stuck in the luggage. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you do that bit? Yeah. And he's like, I really Missed should. Missed opportunity. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, you should be killing it yeah. in TSA every time. Yeah. Oh, All right. Shit. Luggage in the bank. Nice. Damn it. I still had so much more to talk about. About luggage? Yeah. We didn't even cover small bags like the. What small bag? Where you keep your toothbrush in. Those a toiletry oh, bag? Toiletry that, bag. That's just a whole different topic. That's another thing. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now, this last segment, we usually do a game here and stuff like that. But my wife has come up with something. Everybody take out their phone. I'll oh allow it this one time. My wife thinks it would be interesting to see what was your last five things in your internet browser. 
Oh, geez. What was your last five things? Yeah. You got to be honest, Neil. <laughs> no, mine's going to be ESPN, ESPN, ESPN. All five? Huffington Post, ESPN, Just ESPN. take out hit your history. Oh, God. I'll start. Now I'm going to have to delete my history. Today, oh. my first one is uh, Beth, or- <laughs> best orthopedic yeah, surgeon. Tell Gina, bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> best orthopedic surgeons is my first one. I what, just went to the will doctor. Will you show me today. how to get to your history? Uh, I don't know how to do oh, it. Oh, he's using the old, I can't find my history. Excuse, no, no, no. I, I don't sh- know. I should have went with that right away. That would have been better for me. Okay. Let's see. I don't know, Neil. This is an iPhone. Help him. Yeah. Find my history. Let me see. I've, I got nothing to hide. Oh, boy. I'm gonna, we'll start with mine then. Beth, orth, best orthopedic surgeons. I went to my doctor this morning. I want to talk about my back a little bit. So he, oh, you uh, just did Google searches. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, there Google search. You found it? Yeah. Okay, sweet. Um, my second one is, we'll do all of my first one as well while you guys are straightening this out. My second one is... If you search me, nothing comes up, just so you know. I searched you. <laughs> Woody Allen's new film... That's what you did this morning? Includes a sexual relationship between an adult and a 15-year-old girl. That that's his a, new film? That's a Ooh. thing from his film, so oh, that's, that's a little creepy. That's bad, called bad timing right there. Yeah, so I was reading that article. I was like, ooh, yeah. Yeah. Not so good. He just made that comment that almost killed him that was a bad comment yeah and so that was that was reading about that that was uncomfortable uh my next one is um let's see oh, i did j crew because i was going to order more j crew pants more j all you have is j crew pants that's all i can wear they're the only ones that fit what do you mean what about bonobos oh i haven't tried those you they email me like on a daily basis yeah you should totally they're awesome they look good but they could be too tight they're not too tight you go in there and you measure it the bonobos yeah, Bonobos. There's this, actually a store in Soho. Yeah, you go to the store. Here's how that works. Okay, this is good. You go to the store. They literally measure you. You try on their test clothes from head to toe. They mark it all in there. Oh, you don't thing. have to roll the dice just like 36, 34? No, you, you'd go. It's literally a test store. They'll fit you with everything. Oh, and then just, you go order. Then you go online, and you can order any color, anything, and you they know what you are. And you're so, telling me they're good khakis. Amazing. Better the than best pair dockers. of pants I've ever had. No, they're great. All right. That's I'm going to stick pants. with J. Crew, though. Thanks for that. All right. <laughs> what else you got? Marcus? Uh, I got one. Uh, Jason Alexander's Off-Broadway. Oh, yeah. And a new play called The Portuguese Kid. Yeah. So I was reading a I review that. on that. Yeah. With, and he's in it with Sherry Renee Scott, who I saw one time in like um, uh, like Debbie Does Dallas or something like that. Oh, yeah? Like an off-Broadway off play called Debbie Does Dallas. It was like a joke of how sure. it, was, uh, it was a musical on how... She became whoever that cheerleader was that uh-huh. became a porn star. Sure. Uh-huh. Sherry Renee Scott, who gets compared to. And the reason I looked at it is because of Sherry Renee Scott, who I remember from that play. But Bethel, Neil's significant other, gets compared to Sherry Renee Scott. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. I didn't know that. Nice. Right. Yes. So there you go. So these are the reasons I was looking at my history. So you've had a big Keep morning. Going. I've had a big morning. I was waiting at the doctor's office. I had nothing to do but look at stuff. I don't have anything in my history because I delete it. But I can tell you what I was surfing, which is Huffington Post, New York Times. Yeah. What? Like what? Crew. Like what? What article at the Huffington Post? I go right to the travel on New York Times. Huffington Post, I just read. Wait, the- what travel? Where are you going? What did you, what did you read? I, d- I read in the New York Times travel section. I do the 36 hours where you're going to go 36 hours. Because I have this image go? of me traveling a lot, even though I don't. Yeah. but that's the image that's in my head like it's a good writing. escape huh where yeah, are you yeah. going <laughs> that's all 36 hours uh the last one was uh i'll show you what it is hold on i'm going to it. my phone's just spinning and spinning <laughs> my i need a new phone there's the I next one like i my, had i feel like my iphone has gone completely 
it doesn't work anymore right when all the new phones are coming out. So in my head, there's a conspiracy that Apple's destroying my phone. Oh, yeah. And so I buy the new one, which I'm going to buy now. Which one? The X for $1,000? Is it $1,000? Yeah, yeah. $1,000. $1,300. $65 Thir- a month. Are I you believe. serious? Yep, that's Are I'm you going to get that? Yep. What? That's Why? I, I, you don't need it. If you break it down, what it's like, do you do? It's $65 a month. Which, which is com- ridiculous. But that comes to like $2 a day. One, okay, that's how like you're going to break it down? Five cents an that hour. Way, you should take Bethel out to dinner every day. Five cents every like 15 minutes. You can find that on the street. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, but you won't. That's how you break it about your mind. But you won't. Everyone's always like, five, it's a penny. Jen Sturger was my next one. Who? This girl. She's like the workout queen on TV. She's got the world's... Uh. You know, and apparently she... It was an ESPN article how she was like sexually harassed when they invited her up to ESPN oh, no. just to check her out. You know what I mean? Just to see what she looks like. And then it was a creep that invited her up there and invited her. These stories are just ridiculous. Yeah. So those, so I was reading just news this morning, basically. Neil, what else you got in your phone? Well, what or do you Marcus, have? Okay, you so I have, I searched your building where it was. Um, <laughs> I searched, this was last night, early this morning, Jordy White, who was um, Marilyn Manson's bassist, who is uh, now out of the band Marilyn Manson because alleged rape allegations. Ah, see. And I was just like Googling him to see what he's all about. Um, <laughs> I heard Netflix is now looking for like 15 minute comedy yes, sets. Yes, I so heard I Googled, that too. I Googled that to see where I submit. <laughs> and does it come out? Nope. Um, I can find that out for Okay, you, please let me know. And then, um, oh, I wanted, and then I searched Warren Annabelle's magic show in Maui. Because I want to email them and see if they will let me do a juggling show there so I can go to Maui during whale season and oh, wow. have my trip be paid for. We went to Maui for my honeymoon. Oh. And, and you said you called me during that time. I did. That, that was, was like the, yeah, the last time I reached out to Lenny. I was like, hey, man, we got got to get together soon. And he's like, I'm getting married today. I'm in Maui. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. We'll had his right anniversary. Yes, yeah. I was telling so, um, wait, Maui no, wait, is wait, love. Did, wait, I've, I've been. I, I love oh. You're just going to go see the whales? That's a big oh, thing? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I You've done whales. it before? Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. it's been amazing? Yeah, well, the whale watching in, in Maui is like the best. Can't like, you just go to Disneyland and see all the people? <laughs> oh, <laughs> <a bunch of laughs> that's good. Wait, you go out on the ship all day or the boat and just wait? No, I, yeah, you go on a whale watch. Yeah, I mean, it's like two, th- two, three hours long and you go out and they like, you know, serve you drinks. You look for whales. It's pretty. Bo- you whales always are- see them or no? I do because I have good luck. Oh, so you have. <laughs> I have like real. Touch. I have pretty yeah. good luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's it's even whale watches guess. out of New York right now because they're they're in like you know the Atlantic. Oh, you can take a whale watching thing out like, of the city, and you can see humpback whales with the New York City in the skyline, like in the background. It's amazing. Uh, are you serious? Yeah. Like how much does that cost? It's like fifty bucks, maybe. I okay. love that stuff. I love that stuff. I'll yeah. be right there. I saw the killer whales in Seattle. I saw a oh, lot saw, of killer whales. Oh, were you in like the San Juan Islands? Yeah, I went through yeah. the islands and saw that. That was great. But the whole boat just went. I thought people went too ape shit that it almost scared me. Yeah, because people went like like shaking, like oh, you know. And and I just that reaction of everybody, like all forty people from the clipper going to one side and then shaking and then crying and just ruined the whole the whales? experience. Yeah, I mean, I love seeing the whales, but I, that experience ruined me. Mm. It took took a lot away from that experience. But uh, the Maui whale watching is so much better. Yeah, Maui's, yeah. All right, there great. we go. My wife's never been, so we want to go. Okay, so we were looking at cheap ways to get there. Yep. What else you got? Here's uh, my next one while everybody's looking up. Justice Sheffield. You know who that is, Neil? Uh, Gary Sheffield? Nope. Well, he's... Uh, yeah, he's related. He's a cousin. He's in the Yankee organization. Okay. He's a pitcher you might hear of in a couple of years. This guy's supposed to have great stuff. 
lefty. So looking forward to seeing him in the Bronx. So I read about him, Justice Sheffield. God, Prospect. you like a good morning. Oh, yeah. I, I go all over the place. Like, I need your life. That's pretty. And I open my app, my five-minute uh, five journal app, smile at three strangers. You can do it. <laughs> that's did awesome you, did you smile at three strangers i have not do you two count as two that could nope. be a little creepy depending <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. on the yeah. situation yeah, no they could just show them your dumb app on the phone look it is this, kind of my weirdly app told creepy me to do that that's mm-hmm. what no they make fun of me because i do a five minute journal every day and I, then i was like whatever i googled flat earthers like i wanted to know oh, famous yeah. famous flat earthers have you gone down the flat earth wormhole god no but oh my like, god it's totally crazy i mean but it's true i just it, Wait, wait, what's true? Flat Earth. It's definitely a flat Earth with a bubble around it. <laughs> oh We're all, that's what they believe, that there's literally a bubble around the flat Earth. I don't what? understand how that would work. No, the flat Earth... Or, no, the flat they, Earth they think you're going to fall off the edge. Yeah, but they think there's like a bubble around it. So no, it's no. like a flat what? Earth with a bubble, that meaning it, it ends. There's an end, you know what I mean? Cause oh, it's like the Truman Show. Kind of, yeah. yeah, that's what they think yeah, the world... That's what they that's think kind it is. Of, They're crazy. They need it to be that way just because if the, then, then they But is that true that thing. Chris Paul and whatever, he, does he really think that or is that just a goof? No, there's a lot of flat earthers. There Because they make it sound... They make it sound... Uh, they make the other side count sign conspiracy well how do they if how do they figure if they're like wait this a can second. be proven very easily now if you get on a plane and go one way do they think the plane's screwing with them and it's come gonna back? hit a wall no yeah. their their big argument is like you can't i'm trying to think because it's been a while since i went down this wormhole but you can't like you see the horizon you know there's no you don't see the circle like it's more more like literal thinking like wouldn't i if it was a circle wouldn't i just fall off the you know what i mean i'd fall off or whatever the circle like if that's if the if the planet was really a circle you wouldn't be able to see the horizon they have all these things but it's it's insane it's, it's catching it it's catching fire the flat so that's what you were reading well he you read about it this morning yeah yeah it was like yesterday i was i saw this thing about this wrestler aj styles who was saying that Oh, there's some good, interesting facts about flat. He's like, I'm not a flat earther, but there's, but some of their arguments yeah, make sense. They get you on that. I'm like, that's what you know. Oh, I'm not a Scientologist, God. but Zenu is pretty cool. That's <laughs> like, <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Well, they they say yeah. the whole thing, the whole moon thing was a conspiracy. We never land on. They go down these conspiracy things that clearly mm-hmm. all the stuff is all fake for NASA and all that stuff. And then it, yeah, but, NASA plays a huge part of it. Yeah, well, because it's all fake, and but mainly to believe that if there's nothing else out there then it's much a simpler world here's one of my favorite stories i read last night um because the dodgers were playing in the world series so i was looking up uh, somebody was saying who how much does magic johnson own the stake in the dodgers who really owns it and uh the remember the old owner of the dodgers was uh, frank mccord he was a writer yeah and he just he went bankrupt or whatever yeah but he his wife before divorced him and wanted half the money, but he, she couldn't get the Dodgers money. So she went her settlement while he was in bankruptcy court with the Dodgers. Cause she didn't know what she was going to get. She settled for like $50 million in what? houses and stuff. Wait, that's just for the stuff she got and $131 million cash. So, and then he sold the Dodgers after that, he got out of banks. She left with 131 million, 50 million in assets. And then he sold the Dodgers for like 2.5 billion. Mm. So he got so she w- sued him after the fact years after mm. she signed away all the whatever for like nine hundred million dollars or something like that, to get half that money oh, as well. And the court lost the appeal. But we were all laughing like what? How? 
annoyed with you at this divorce that 131 million dollars wasn't enough and 50 million in assets on top of it wow that you had to go back i want what are you going to do with all that that's just yeah, a, that's ridiculous that's uh, a lot of anger that i didn't get the think? 900 million i think and she lost and she had to pay his legal fees uh, for that that's second. always so funny it's, when that happens it's like the twins the facebook the guys the twins that didn't oh, get yeah. the facebook i bet that eats uh, at yeah. them but every day they, i think they, did they get a percentage of facebook i think I they might they were super no. rich so no? they got, they they, got huh? like a straight payment but then yeah. it's not worth what it is now but right. i mean i'm sure living with a hundred million is not too bad. They'll be okay, the Winklevoss brothers, from yeah. what I read. They had <laughs> yeah. money going in. Yeah. I don't even know. I get reality and movies mixed that up. That was their name, the Winklevoss. Mm-hmm. No, they're real. I know, but I think of them like in the movie, like in my head, they really look like the people in the movie. Oh, yeah. That just, that's just two actors Kinda, playing. Kind of. Yeah, good looking. I think it was one actor that played that's both right. those parts, right? I yeah. did not know that. I didn't know that either. Is yeah. that amazing? Yeah. They, one actor, they made him look like identical Saving twins. some money. Yep. Saving yeah, sag, totally. Saving SAG money. It's like an Eddie Murphy movie. Yeah. All right, anybody got anything else rolling around on that thing? No. No? Done? That was the last five well, don't for everybody? You get, are you guys got your alerts all set up, so you're just binging alerts all day long? No, I don't get notifications. Oh, you're, you turn them all off? I turn most of my notifications off. What notifications did you not turn off? Uh, ESPN, I, uh, yeah, MLB. Bleacher Report, Yankees, Bleacher Report. yeah, Bleacher Report. Yeah. <laughs> right. I did, I did search Steely Dan because oh, that's you go. come up in a bunch of references yes, lately, today. and I'm like, I don't know why, and like, who is this? It's my favorite band. No, it's not. Yes, yeah, it, it is. is. Like he thinks they're the best band. Yeah, do you band. really love it? The guy just died. Mm-hmm. Walter Becker, one yeah. of them. Yeah, but I don't think I'd ever. I've gone my whole life without knowing that band. Oh, you got to go Poor into thing. the Steely Dan, and uh, you like Cake. I like. Yeah. Who's your favorite band? Uh, it's hard to say. Yeah. Probably a band that you've probably never heard of. But we do know it's not Steely Dan. It's not. <laughs> so we've narrowed it down. It's the one with the Juggalos fans. That's wait, close they, tell, me, wait <laughs> tell me your favorite band that I've never heard of, because then I'll have to go look it up. They're, called, next... they're called The Matches, and they're from the Bay Area. But oh, they... I thought you were going to say they're from Milwaukee. No, they're great, though. There okay. you go. They're like a punk pop. And you can look it up, and you can be in your that browser history next, for the next for time. Next bit. Exactly. The Matches. Very nice. All right. The way we end our show every week is uh, we have one good thing, one bad thing. It, you could be either one. We talked about this. My, I was going to do a different one, but look, I went to CVS. and I'm going to show this to you guys. This, everybody does this bit, but this is ridiculous. This might be the longest one I've ever had. How long is this piece of paper, you think? This is the receipt from CVS. It's definitely close to four feet. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's 10 coupons on here. Does it work? Does it get you back to the store? No. No. It just because annoys you. they do it after the fact. Like if I buy Listerine, the next time I buy the CVS, oh, two dollars off, six a five dollar oh, bottle yeah. of Listerine. I don't need it for another six months. Right. You freaking No, why? but you And go. by the way, I wa- as I'm walking to CVS, there'll be a guy standing there going, Oh, do you have a minute to save the environment? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, why don't you pick it in front of CVS for these stupid receipt yeah. things? So oh, that's man. a that does that's Dumb. a I don't like that. Bit. I don't like you know it. I do like CVS for one reason, and that is they they stop selling cigarettes and like tobacco products, which I think is like if they're going to be a pharmacy and promote healthy living, that's obviously like a good thing to do. But that is good. I like CVS because they're so much better than Dwayne Reed. They'll give you a discount. Yeah. They do have coupons. Yeah. Just I have a card. You know that yeah. you scan it. Yeah. Just send all these coupons to my card every time. Right. Why? And then when I go, boop. Look, I got another discount off of that. Yeah. Why do I have to like redeem this and right. you're killing trees? I don't get it. Neil, you're up. Do you want to go first? Sure. I I I travel this just goes back to the travel section. When you get off a plane, it really bothers me when people rush up from the back of the plane to the front. 
You know, these people, it's like... There's a there's an etiquette. There's etiquette. You let the people in front go, like like yeah. like church or something. You know, like people in the front get up and go, then the people in the next row get up and go. Yeah. But lately, you have these people, when you as soon as you land, they will just grab their bags and rush towards the front. <laughs> no, I noticed I'm that. I'm like, what is the rush? Yeah. No, it, I was just on a plane, but I, I, I thought that was common... Like that I, had you, passed around that exactly. everybody seemed to but know that all social skills are like social cues, yeah. social skills are all like just like slowly disintegrating yeah. really, really fast. I, I thought that had somehow, I didn't know where it came from, where that became the rule. Though. Right. It's, I think it's just like, and my wife, I love her, but she makes such a big point to be like, um, no, you do not get to go past me. Like she will speak <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, I'm with her. Like she, yeah, I am too. Like she's very like polite and very nice. But when someone like you know, even if they're in the row right behind us, tries to sneak up in front of her, she goes, "No, no, 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 no." Yeah, you wait for me to go, then you can get your bag, and then you can exit the plane yeah, like everyone else. I love this rule, but I don't know where it came from. But I follow it like a like. I think it's a just crazy a social it, you Just if you wanted to book your flight and wanted to get off first, then book first class, right. row one, seat one. Right. Yeah, you can get off. Of, or you, sometimes they have first class and they have coach right, but they they have the door that that you exit is in the middle of the two. You know uh, that? So yeah. sometimes they'll like hold coach and let like the like first, first class go. That's, hey, oh. that's Victor goes to spoils, as yeah. they say. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's good to have money. Neil? I think I was going to talk about that. That's funny because I have that app on my thing. I just, my, my phone's having the a meltdown. app? What are no, you No, the saying? one where I'm driving, so I'm taking the Crosstown bus, but it, it thinks I'm driving. <laughs> and everyone's like, just turn it off. Like you've told right. everyone to tell, but I'm not turning it off. Why? Because it, I like all the places that it says I'm driving. So if you're in a cab, you're driving. And then I didn't know this, but did we talk, did we talk about this? No. That when people text me and and call me it's it spits back an automatic response you are he cannot be reached he's driving right which Which now is even amazing if i could get this to work all day long so when you're busy it's not like you're just ignoring people you're driving and then you don't have to text anybody back Again, in my reach to never talk to anybody ever. Do you again. have a car in the city? <laughs> I do. Maybe I should oh. just sit in it and yeah. just drive it around and then like put Wait, my phone by in. By the way, your message is on right now. And it's annoying when I know that you're walking down the block. No, because I was in a cab and it kicked back to you, right? Right. That said, I'm driving. Ah. Uh, and I so love know- that. But it knows you're driving? It just comes up whenever I'm in a bus, a cab, a car, whatever. It comes up. It can tell like how fast you're going. It, They're like, there's no way it, he's walking this fast. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's ridiculous. I hate up, that. And it, you have to actually swipe and say, I am not driving. You texted me, said, I'm going to be there in five minutes. I read back, okay. And then I got a message back that says, sorry, I'm driving. No, I, I was. <laughs> that's the dumbest shit ever. Yeah, but I was in a cab. But that's what I'm saying. If I could get in the car all day and just spin around, then no, no, everyone, Nobody will, I don't have everybody. to talk to anybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. you'll sit there with your backpack and you could spin around and hit people in the face as they, they wave at your car. It's weird how you see like your life turning out like you're heading to the crazy homeless guy. And I'm, I, yeah. I'm heading right there. Right there. It's like I can't mm-hmm. stop it. Marcus, thanks for coming in. And Twitter is at Marcus Monroe or at Marcus Juggles. Yeah, the website perform. is marcusmonroe.com. Go see Marcus perform. Thank it is you. you you don't see this. You don't see thanks. funny and juggling no, and thanks. stuff that hold make you hold your breath. It's a show. Thanks, man. Thank it's you. Soon to be on Broadway. Absolutely. I predict that. All right, we'll see you guys next week.